hey, hey, welcome back, AIMP Nashville Pubcast listeners. I'm your host, Tim Hunzi, and today we're going to have one of those episodes where you're going to learn some things. We're going to talk about insurance. We all need it. You don't want to be without it. And if you're all without it and you're finding yourself in a situation being buried under medical bills, I have your help. We're sitting with Tatum Allslip of the Music Health Alliance, a nonprofit organization that is here to help you unbury yourself or find a plan to get your feet on the ground. It's important that we all have it, so sit back and take a listen. Hey, 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 welcome back, Pubcasters. It's Tim Hunzi, and this is the AIMP Nashville Pubcast. And I am so excited to be sitting with Tatum Alsep. She is the founder and CEO of Music Health Alliance. Welcome. Yay, thank you. You know, I was doing my research on you, Tatum, and you've had a lot of awards. You're a CMA Humanitarian Award winner. You've been a rising woman on the row. You're a Nashville healthcare hero. You went to Vandy and did medicine. And you have like a, quite a background. So let's just jump into this and like give me a give me some of the background that got you a into music because I know you've been involved in music and then that led you into the specialty of working in the uh, healthcare profession. Um, well, like most people in our industry, it's very colorful. I was at Vanderbilt on a medical track and needed to do an internship. And I thought, uh, you know, I'm in Music City. I might as well try the music industry just for fun. And I got an internship in the marketing department at MCA Records. And for the first time in my life, I felt like I'd found my tribe. And I know so many of us in this industry have had that epiphany moment where you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm home. I get these people. That never wavered. And I felt like I could help heal the masses and bring joy. And without the math and science, I was all in. So what got you to uh, maybe inspire you to start the organization that you you founded, the Music Health Alliance? Another windy road and one that is so common in our industry as well is I had left MCA. I worked at MCA for years and left to work in an artist management firm. And I had health insurance and a maternity writer. This was in 2002. And I was um, pregnant with twins and ended up in the hospital for six weeks before they were born. And they were in the NICU for nine weeks. They were born three months early. They're fine now, which is great. But I left the hospital with a half million dollar bill. And I thought I was the only person in the world that had ever happened to. I was so embarrassed. I'd come from a family with my grandfather was a surgeon. And I thought, you get a medical bill, you pay it. So I liquidated every asset that I had. And my other granddad co-signed a loan with me that took 10 years to pay off. I started to dig in and learn that that's not the way it's supposed to work and that things are negotiable. Fast forward, I went to Vanderbilt to help build their first office of music industry relations for the Children's Hospital and Medical Center. And that allowed me to see behind the doors of the hospital and how billing works and how um, appointments work and the system of healthcare as a whole and how tragically flawed it is. And it started to make sense. So honest to goodness, in the middle of the night, I had a dream and I woke my husband up and said, hey, read this disillusion agreement. Is there a non-compete? No. And it was a business plan for Music Health Alliance. I always wanted to build a nonprofit 
because the music industry was so there for me when my kids were newborn and sick and I was going through a divorce at the same time. And 10 years ago, um, we saw our first client and I wasn't sure we'd be able to keep the lights on. And here we are 10 years later and we're still kicking. And I love it. What does the Music Health Alliance do? Are you an insurance company or you're a broker? Like kind of, I always like to say, I'll play the dumb artist or songwriter. And that sounded rude to call somebody dumb, but uninformed. <laughs> no. I'll say uninformed. Everybody's when it comes, uninformed. To, yeah, when it when comes it, to insurance and stuff, I still feel like a dummy half the time. So explain to us what it is you guys do and what you help facilitate. So Music Health Alliance is a human services provider. We're a nonprofit, seriously a nonprofit. Like our services are free. We want you as a music person who crosses our threshold to feel so safe. So we do three things. We protect, direct, and connect. Protect is how are you going to pay for your health care. So in the U.S., health insurance is a big part of that. So all of our advocates are licensed agents, but not because we have anything to sell. We don't. We need to understand the law and the networks and the product itself, the insurance piece, um, to make sure it's going to meet our clients' needs and budget. So that's the protect. But there are also state programs and federal programs and Medicare and um, grants, financial assistance, lots of other ways to pay for your care, too. So that's one piece. And then we direct, we listen with confidential ears and we offer guidance, whether you have a new diagnosis or you just rotated off your parents' insurance plan or you need implants for your teeth or a mental health struggle, we will help you um, guide and we will direct you to the connection part, which is the pr practitioner, the financial resources. It's all things healthcare from cradle to grave. And I really mean that. I mean, end of life is a big part of those we serve as well sometimes. And the goal there is just the ability to pass with dignity and to give your family that peace as well. Um, but so cradle to grave. And um, it is for anyone who's worked in our industry for at least three years making a living. And it includes spouses, dependents, partners, and even dependent parents if um Wow. It's somebody to take care of. That's powerful. You know, I think a lot of the people I see in the business are young, particularly, and they are going without insurance. And I try to stress to them how important it is to have it. And they're like, it's money and they're healthy and they don't see the value in it. What's advice you would give and what are some of the challenges you see in that? And what can we do as an industry to help them see the value in it? It's a loaded question. So you'll hear it's a really good question. And you'll hear us say this all the time is prevention is the cure. So where do, where do you even start? And for a lot of young people, you're invincible. Nothing's ever going to happen to you until it does. But there are ways health insurance does not have to be expensive. And if you can't afford it at all, there are game plans you can put in place. I mean, knowing the places to go if you do have a catastrophic event and we can help you put together that game plan. I mean, our objective here is to serve our industry and help keep the music playing. And we meet you where you are. And there are no dumb questions. I mean, healthcare, you need a PhD 
PhD just to navigate it right now. I mean, it should not be this way. We're the land of the free and home of the brave until you get sick and then you're screwed if you're part of the have-nots. I mean, we really, really have a really antiquated system and we have mastered the hacks of <laughs> how to navigate it. We're like the Swiss army knife, I guess, of navigating healthcare access for our industry. And I wish it's not isolated to our industry. I mean, we just get our industry. Our whole team is from the music industry and we've kind of created our own process model and training to be able to do what we do. But this isn't a unique problem to the music industry. It's happening with any group that's self-employed. We just happen to be a large group that's self-employed. So winding back to your question is prevention, prevention, prevention. I cannot stress that enough, just getting ahead and making sure you get your annual physical and your mammogram and colonoscopy when it's time and that kind of thing. All those fun adulting things, none of us like Pretty to. fun things, yep. They're <laughs> very important to do. So you, you probably see a lot of creatives come in. What are some of the challenges, specific challenges you see that that, that face them? And what are some of the uh, resources or, or advice you've given that you can uh, share with our audience today? So COVID really changed our landscape, as I'm sure everybody listening to this podcast can attest to. Um, our calls went from, hey, I need help with negotiating down this medical bill to I need help with food and diapers and formula. Um, so we got through that scary part. And then we had a 300% increase in request for counseling and mental health resources between 2019 and 2020, 300%. Um, so what we realized real quickly, our industry is so great at taking care of each other when it comes to addiction and inpatient treatment programs, but day-to-day -day talk counseling, psychiatry, outpatient resources that are run by small businesses or counselors that are on their own where you have to get paid every week, there was no place to help cover those costs. They weren't costs that our industry could afford. What we have been able to do, what we did quickly to meet this need was we built a mental health fund with so many amazing partners, um, Sully from Godsmack, um, the Scar he has a foundation called the Scars Foundation, Music Biz, the CMA, Miranda Lambert, Ray Fuller, um, Ray Fulcher, his Pretty Good Ball Foundation, ACM Lifting Lives has been an incredible partner. They all came together with us to help fund this mental health fund. And it's available to anybody in the industry who needs counseling. And we will provide a certain amount and we'll help you even find a counselor if you need it. But what we have seen a lot, people getting back on the road, you're out on the road and that's great. And then the tour ends and you come back home and there's a decompression and it's really difficult. And lots of memories of COVID come back. And what I hope that anyone listening will leave this knowing is that you're not alone, that there are so many resources. And after our grants ended, ACM Lifting Lives, if you're in the country music world, will pick up the next portion of your counseling cost. And, you know, or we can go look at Music Cares. I mean, there are lots and lots of other places 
that can help cover those costs too. And we all work really closely because something we do know is mental health needs in the creative community are as old as time. I mean, this is not new when you've got, you know, one side of your brain firing and from all cylinders, the other side doesn't quite work as well. And that's the side that fills out forms and, you know, is more methodical, but also in that creative side that, that builds the success that people have, that's where the negative emotions also live. And um, so we're more prone to be emotional and struggle with depression and anxiety. And you're just not alone in that process. It's really tough. I am a super advocate, uh, as I mentioned off air, that my daughter works in the mental health space. And um, I do hope people are listening. It's not hopeless. You're not on your own. As much as we like to take care of ourselves physically, I think we're seeing the value more and more and really presenting you know, companies uh, like yourself at Music Health Alliance and organizations that are helping push that narrative, like, as you said, preventative, like get in there and start working. And I've said for years that our business is not made, you know, we don't spend as much on the front end. We send these kids out to do these really astronomically hard jobs that people don't see. And there's no guidelines how this works. We need a boot camp. I mean, we need a yeah. new artist. Here's what a business manager does. Here's how to save your money. Here's There is no retirement in the music industry. And at some point, the gigs are going to dry up. So what's your plan after? You know, we need to help guide like we didn't have. You know? yeah. <laughs> there are way better ways to do it. Can you share like a success story from your organization that might, you know, encapsulate the the impact and uh, in, in the lives of the artists that, in, and creators that you've been working with that you'd like to share? Oh, gosh, we have thousands of them. I mean, it's really amazing. Uh, there's one from this last week um, that just amazes me. I mean, it still amazes me every um, story. I mean, there's so many. We've got now 20,000 clients across the nation, and we've saved $110 million in healthcare costs. And that's not monopoly money. So I'll tell you, let me share this story, and it'll explain like how those giant numbers even come to be. Everything that we do is also confidential, and that is critical to what we do, um, especially with our industry. And that is the gospel. I mean, we do not compromise that. All our files are kept under lock and key, that kind of thing. The way it works is you call Music Health Alliance or somebody refers you and you'll meet with one of our advocates. So I happen to be the advocate with this specific case. And um, this gentleman was in a car accident um, in 2022, hit head on the driver of the car that hit him, who was at fault, um, died at the scene. Um, the driver did not have adequate auto insurance. Um, the gentleman who um, is our client and a recording artist, both of his legs were crushed from the knees down, both tibias broken, shattered, and had three broken ribs. And mm -hmm. he had um, what he thought was health insurance. Um, he had a plan, um, a Christian share plan. Um, we hear this often, but Christian share plans are not health insurance. They are not a actual contract and policy that you sign that by federal law has to protect you. They fall into a religious exclusion, so they're not bound by any federal laws. So they they can be really dangerous. 
So this person, um, gentleman, was admitted to the hospital, stayed in the hospital for three weeks, had to come off the road. His wife became his primary caretaker. She had to leave work to take care of him. He had to be completely off his feet for, I think, the next three months. So this is six months out of work, or yeah, almost six months out of work. And um, his hospital bill was like $670,000 after ICU stay, two surgeries, all the rehab. They were getting ready to sell their house or file for bankruptcy. I mean, they just hit hit the wall. And too prideful, because that's part of our industry too, is you minimize your weaknesses. You never let them see you sweat. You don't want anyone to know if you're struggling financially. So we sat down and what we do in a big case like that is put together a game plan. We knew with this specific hospital, it's a nonprofit hospital, the amount of his medical bill was more than his annual income. There is a federal guideline that allows that percentage of, I mean, the cost of the medical bill to be written off at 100%. But nobody's going to tell you that. They were like, we'll give you a nonprofit discount, which kind of knocked 60% off, but still left, I don't know, it was like $250,000 bill. So we're able to write that off completely. He still needs two more surgeries. So those will be in the new year. So in open enrollment, which is November 1st through December 15th, for anyone who's self-employed. Pay attention, write that down. Very important dates. We'll be able to get him health insurance. He'll start January 1, real health insurance. That'll cover his next two surgeries he needs. Um, We can look at grants from some of the other music organizations to cover his out-of-pocket costs for those surgeries. And there is um, the GoFundMe money that he had raised that he thought he was going to have to pay for um, all the medical bills. Now it can go to pay off the credit cards that he had to use to cover all his living expenses while he and his wife were unable to work. So he and he decided not to sue the estate of the gentleman who perished um, because he, it was um, he died and his wife was a widow and they had very little. He just wasn't going to do that. So mm. this gets him back to can't completely heal him, but it can we can get all of his physical therapy covered and his surgeries covered. And he's now got a game plan that is this giant elephant that was sitting on his chest of almost $700,000 with no hope is now lifted. And he's going to be able to be back on the road after Christmas. And it took us all of maybe four hours of going through all the medical bills and getting a game plan in place and filling out applications for music organizations and the hospital. Um, And now we're done. And it's like, these are the stories we have tons and tons of, but $700,000 to zero. I mean, it shouldn't be this way, but it is. Um, So please do not feel like you have to go at this alone. Don't file for bankruptcy. Don't sell your most prized guitar because you think you have to. I hear the word hope. As you're saying that, it's like you give people hope. And so often we get lost. Yeah, it's amazing. And that's the gift that we can give because so many people offered it to us throughout this industry. And I know you probably feel the same way in your career. We've been given so much 
it's such a joy to be able to give back um, just with knowledge, because knowledge is power. Let's jump into this for our listeners who are listening and maybe they're hearing something. Maybe there's somebody in a position like where I'm at or has an opportunity they can help you guys out. What are some things we can do as an industry uh, or as listeners that could do to help out the Music Health Alliance if we would like to do that? Um, We feel like it's very important to make sure that all our services are free. Um, So we fundraise for every penny. We depend on our industry and grants and fundraising events to keep our doors open. So here's the fun news is we can turn every $1 donation into $30 in healthcare resources. So that's pretty good return on investment, but it's because of those giant medical bills. You know, I mean, it's just crazy. So what we ask is if you have a show or you're looking for a nonprofit partner or you have 20 extra dollars at Thanksgiving that you didn't use that you think about Music Health Alliance. You can go to our website. Um, It's so easy to donate. We have a blue mailbox. If you're in Nashville and on Music Row, you can drop it in there. But every penny counts and we put it to work to heal the music. The AIMP Nashville Pubcast is hosted by yours truly, Tim Hunzey. Producer, Brandon Harrington. Mixing and editing by Casey Porter. And this has been a Dime Collective production. 